Welcome back to the Davenport Pulse. I'm Allie. And I'm Jerry. And joining us today is Chief Jeffrey Bladel, our new Chief of Police. We're going to talk today a little bit about his 28-year career with the Davenport Police Department and his vision moving forward. Thanks for joining us today, Chief. Yes, thank you for having me. It's excited to be a part of the city's uh, podcast today. So before we dive into questions, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, obviously Jeff Bladel. I am a lifelong resident of Davenport. Um, had the opportunity to grow up and live in our community here. So growing up um, in the city, I've had uh, very good influences within my life. Uh, my mother, my father, uh, my father who was a, a lifelong um, law enforcement career uh, professional. Um, I remember you know, early uh, memories of him coming home in his uniform and I was so proud to see him and listen to the stories that he had about service to his community in that uh, hook, line, and sinker that kind of projected me towards uh, a career in law enforcement. Um, you know, after high school, I had the uh, opportunity to join the Army, spent uh, four years within the United States Army, uh, two of which in uh, Fort Bragg in the 82nd Airborne, which was exciting jumping out of some airplanes here and there. Um, and then after the military, I delivered pizzas. That's something somebody might not know. So I had an opportunity to get on the list here at Davenport Police and to learn the streets a little bit. I took a job delivering pizzas, which helped me understand the streets a little bit better. And then I was hired uh, on the police department. Uh, but I couldn't stress enough, uh, being a part of this community is a fantastic community, having the opportunity to serve our community. Um, and at this role, I'm truly honored to be uh, in the position of chief, uh, as well as serving uh, amongst the men and women here that do, are very devoted to our city. So when you graduated high school, you, you served. When you got out of the military, did you know you wanted to be a Davenport police officer? Yes, uh, Davenport police officer was on my radar. Um, I did actually apply for two different agencies, and I won't say the second one, <laughs> but um, Davenport was where I wanted to be. And um, again, having that opportunity now um, and the career I've had for the last 28 years, I couldn't be more um, excited and wouldn't change a thing in my life. So you just told us that your career spans over the course of 28 years, which is incredible. Can you share with us some of the highlights of your career or maybe some of the units that you've served on? Sure. Uh, so the 28 years is a long time. The fantastic thing with the Danport Police Department is that we do have a variety of uh, positions within our agency so you can continue to grow and do different things within our agency. And, and provided a lot of opportunities along the way. Some of my uh, earliest involvements, I had the opportunity to serve in our gang unit uh, back in the 90s um, as a field training officer was, was uh, another area of being a part of the training process was very proud of. Um, had the opportunity to serve on our emergency services team, so our SWAT team, and then the investigations, uh, street crimes. Um, but I think the highlight uh, was my time on the patrol shifts. I really enjoyed night shift. I spent uh, probably nearly half my career on night shift. And probably a lot of people don't know that I spent a lot of time on night shift um, and did not, absolutely did not want to go to afternoon shift at all ever uh, <laughs> until I went. And then you figure out that, hey, it's a, different, uh, it's a different concept, a different life. You can actually sleep every once in a while. Sure, yeah. Um, but I, I would say for uh, a 28-year career and having now being uh, in a position to where I get to serve as the chief, I couldn't be more proud of the men and women here. 
Um, that's what makes this organization. That's what makes this such a fantastic place to come and work and be a part of. Um, being able to work every day with people that are very passionate about our community, very um, um, engaged with our community and trying to be problem solvers as well as keeping our community safe. And that is the uh, highlight and will continue and always be the highlight is the men and women here at the organization. So you mentioned Night Shift was kind of your favorite. Why was it your favorite? So Night Shift, I would say you do get a lot of calls on the afternoon shift and, and as a young police officer, you want to be able to do things or initiate things and afternoon shift you seemed, you know, at times you're responding to a lot of calls. On night shift you get to be proactive in your uh, policing and, and you know, efforts. So I think that was very appealing or is appealing or was appealing at the time um, as well. So um, you got to have be able to, to be able to do proactive policing and, and be able to be um, passionate. We do respond to a lot of crises and emergencies so there has to be that balance. Um, but I think for me in night shift um, yeah, that's, that's what I really enjoyed. Plus the team we had. I mean, you really get the camaraderie and you really get to, to work with uh, your teams and your shifts. And um, it's just, uh, you know, very, I can't even explain the feeling you get because you know people are out there uh, doing, you know, very noble work, but they also have your back and they also are there to jump in when anything really goes bad. And, you know, collectively, you know, you carry the night. What are some of your priorities as our chief? Well, a lot of different priorities I think uh, we, can, we can take a look at. And, you know, I think one of the biggest things is starting to, you know, calm down the transition. We do have a lot of moving parts currently. You know, we went through a lot of different promotions. We're going to have some movements. Um, but there's some things that have been highlighted in the last couple of years that uh, we've, you know, faced some, some struggles here and there. Not only, you know, internally as a culture, um, but also, you know, externally as a profession. And I think those are some of the things we have to uh, address. Um, officer professional growth and wellness uh, have to be a huge focus on what, it, what we do um, each and every day. If we didn't have um, the, you know, the officers that are healthy and coming to work and properly trained and knew that we you know, are fair in what we do and knew that we support what they do, um, we wouldn't have that uh, operations on the street or, or you know, we ask them to do a lot of things. Um, this is not, it's a very challenging job and a very, very um, you know, trying job at times. I mean, we do ask a lot. Uh, so officer wellness, uh, professional development has to be high up on that list. Um, but talking to, you know, the younger generation, technology and those things are also huge for our priority. You know, life is changing rapidly through technology and law enforcement is the same. We have to be able to, you know, understand that we're harnessing all the um, internal uh, knowledge that we have for technology, which definitely isn't me. It's going to be all the, <laughs> the younger generation who understands uh, this, you know, or, have, or actually that technology savvy. But how do we use that, incorporate into that to make us more efficient? Um, working on our internal processes and being more efficient are huge. Um, but ultimately, uh, connecting to our community as well. Um, if we didn't have the trust of our community, if we weren't connected to our community, we couldn't do our job. Um, and right now, I, I'm very proud to say our community is very supportive of what we do. We have a fantastic um, elected body, um, you know, within our community that also supports us, uh, as well as, uh, you know, our city leadership and city management. Um, so we're in a perfect, uh, perfect time. Um, but again, law enforcement, specifically as a profession, did take, you know, some significant hits. And I think for us, um, be proud. Be very proud of what we do and, and understand that the trust and confidence is coming from our community and you know, our people need to know each and every day the fantastic work they're doing and that we have their back and we're out here to support them in what they do. 
You mentioned technology. Is there anything new that you can, or has some, you know, something in the works or technology that being developed across the country that you can tell us? Well, it's <laughs> funny you ask that, Jerry. Um, but we have a year ago initiated a crime analytics uh, process within our agency. So we were able to secure a pretty significant federal grant to stand up from the ground up a crime analysis unit. Uh, we hired uh, our second analyst um, last week. So we have two analysts now, plus a uh, National Guard support analyst. So we are in the process of figuring out how to, how to manage and mine our data to the point of where we can be you know, efficient in what we do. Um, a lot of things we do, um, as you can imagine, is reactive. We have to kind of take a look at you know, how we police our community is extremely important. If we have the ability to infuse some proactiveness, as well as bringing our community along with us, um, those are the bigger factors. And Crime Analytics will be that support system and you know, base a lot of our technology on how we police uh, coming up in the future. You spoke a little bit about the younger generation. Um, you just mentioned that you hired a new analyst. I know recruiting is huge right now. So if there were someone you were having a conversation with contemplating um, law enforcement as a career, what would you say to them? What would that conversation look like? Yeah, I would say come check us out, right? Um, this is, and I think what draws people to the organization is people. Um, come to our organization, take a look. We as a, as a law enforcement um, agency in a city, you know, we, can, we have uh, bonuses, we have all those things that help attract uh, people here. But what we are, we're home. We're, we're a, a community to where, you know, we have a, a, enough crime, I'm going to say. We have enough crime or enough things to keep us in there. But we also have a fantastic community to where we can engage and support you. So I think the biggest message is come see us. Come check us out. Come look at the men and women that are doing this job each and every day in the city of Davenport. And be proud because this is a profession to where, you know, you can actually grow and thrive and be a part of our community for years to come. Uh, Davenport is a unique place, uh, I would say. Um, we're, you know, right along the river of Illinois. Um, and, you know, through the Quad Cities, there's, there's quite a bit of population. So we do have that, uh, um, you know, I would guess law enforcement presence here. Uh, but we are very close with our law enforcement partners as well. So I think the message is um, we are a fantastic organization. Come meet our people and you guys won't turn away. You guys will be here. Uh, and being a part of the organization. And again, we're hiring, so keep on looking for those applications. Right. Um, and any questions you have, continually call our, our department or our city, and we'll be more than happy to answer those questions for you. Okay, we're going to switch gears a little bit. What's something unique about you that most people don't know, besides that you were a delivery boy? Pizza or delivery. Or pizza delivery. Yeah, <laughs> pizza delivery boy. Well, uh, I would say, I don't know if it's unique or not, but I, I've started to gain a pretty recent passion is that uh, for Father's Day last year, I ended up getting a um, Blackstone griddle. So I've been cooking a lot of different foods on my griddle. And initially, I didn't want anything to do with a griddle. Yeah. I wanted a new grill. Uh, however, having a griddle and being able to cook just about anything and everything has just skyrocketed my uh, I guess exploration with cooking. <laughs> so, what's the best meal that you've made? Ooh, I would say the best meal was uh, chicken and steak fajitas. Were my recent, but um, I would say, uh, let's see, yeah, chicken fried rice is also mm. high up there. What about breakfast? Do you do a lot of breakfast on the griddle? Anything you need: bacon, pancakes, <laughs> oh, okay, French toast, 
hash browns, yes, you name it. The griddle, I'm telling you, I'm not like a griddle spokesman here, but. <laughs> this is not sponsored. I will not move forward without ever having a griddle in my life. You can thank your kids and your wife. I will thank my kids and my wife, yes. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Chief, thank you so much for joining us today. This was very informative, and we loved sitting down and talking with you a little bit more and learning about your 28-year-long career and seeing what you have in store moving forward. So we appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me.